Okay, uh, it's been a while. It's been a long while. It's been a month since there's been any birthday boy podcast activity. Sorry. Uh, there will be more activity in the weeks and months to come, you better believe, especially as the NFL season gets started very soon here in the next couple of weeks. Today's August 31st. I have not done a single podcast during the month of August. Uh, the end of July was the last episode. This is not a full episode. This is just me stopping by to say, hey, the podcast ain't done. It ain't over. I didn't stop doing it. I stopped doing it for the last month. But a uh, little, little time off, I guess. A lot of busy, busy things going on. August, pretty much every weekend this month has been something. Uh, with the first full weekend in August, was driving south. And that was an all night. We left Friday. I worked. I got up at 6 a.m. on a Friday, uh, August something, 8th, 7th. I don't remember the date, but uh, almost a month ago, 6th, August 6th. I got up around 6, 6.30 in the morning, started work, finished work around 5.30, 6 o'clock at night. I think we were on the road by yeah, 6, I don't know, between 6 and 7 o'clock in the evening. I think it was right around 6 o'clock that we left to go south to South Carolina. We drove what was going to be a few hours. I didn't, I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll drive till maybe midnight. We'll get somewhere into New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, somewhere in the, in the mid-Atlantic states. Not too far, but we'll get south of the, the New York City traffic. Maybe we can even make it past the Washington, D.C. traffic and get, stop somewhere in Virginia if I really feel crazy. Well, what did we end up doing? We ended up... We ended up driving around Manhattan for an hour just for fun because that's what we do when we go on these trips. Any any chance to drive around Midtown and stuff so the kids, you know, the kids love to see the lights and Times Square. And we drove through Central Park a little bit. We drove you know, all over the place and uh, drove down by the World Trade Center, yada, yada, yada. Got on the road and just kept going. I kept drinking these cafe latte protein shakes. It's cafe latte, Jerry. I need my cafe latte. Uh, and I just said, okay, we'll go another 30 minutes. We'll go another hour. Uh, we'll get, well, let's just get to Delaware. We'll get past the Delaware bridge the Memorial bridge and we'll stop somewhere. We'll get to Maryland. Uh, we'll go through the tunnel. We'll get through Baltimore. Uh, we're close enough to DC. We'll just keep going through DC and then we'll stop. And we did, we stopped somewhere. We stopped somewhere outside of Baltimore. And I said, okay, we'll, we'll get off here and we'll go to the, we'll find a Hampton Inn or something. And we did where Kimmy and I have stayed numerous times on trips south and back north. And uh, there was a sign on the door that said no vacancy. And I figured based on how much traffic there was all day and all night that there was probably no vacancy anywhere. And the prices that we were seeing when we would go online and look at Priceline and things like that, look for hotels in the area or not even in the area, the prices were outrageous. I said, I'm not going to pay $250 to go to sleep for five hours. <laughs> So we just kept going, and I said, you know, fuck it. We'll go. We'll go all the way through. And we drove all the way through. And I, we got to Myrtle Beach around uh, 9 in the morning. Uh, yeah, something like that. 9.30. And it was – I-95 was a parking lot at 2 in the morning, at 3 in the morning, at 4 in the morning, at 5 in the morning. There was not – usually I, I've been on those trips – I've I've driven straight through to Hilton Head. I've driven straight through to Myrtle Beach. Driven all day, many you know, 15, 16 straight hours or more, 
And usually one of the benefits of driving that kind of a distance is you get to a point after, you know, maybe 10 or 11 o'clock at night, people start to get off and go to hotels, stop somewhere, rest up. That's not the case. That wasn't the case. Nobody went on vacation last summer because they were all home because of COVID. And so now they're all going on vacation this summer. And so anybody who already had a hotel room was already in their hotel room. And the rest of us either tried to get a hotel room and saw that everything was booked except for the complete dumps. And I wasn't staying there because even the complete dumps, you know, the one and two star places were going for close to $200 for the night. And again, I'm not paying $200 to use a bed for five hours <laughs> and then get back up and, and go. So we just, okay. So we, can, anyway, so that was, that was the first weekend in August was a drive straight through. And then when we got to Myrtle beach and I'll talk about this in full detail at another time, but we drove up the, the main road that we always drive up when we enter town, and there's 57 pancake houses, the pancake hut, the pancake house, Timmy's pancakes, Granny's pancake shack. Every single one of those motherfuckers had a line outside the door wrapped around the building. People get in and get pancakes. We went to the Nacho Hippo at 10.59 a.m., looked at the thing and said, okay, it opens at 11 we got in and got, there were three people already seated at tables. We got seated right away. Within 15 minutes, the whole place was sold out and people waiting outside for a table. It was, I've never seen anything like, even in 4th of July. We deliberately picked early August because I said, okay, this won't be 4th of July craziness. It'll be still busy, but it'll be August busy. It won't be 4th of July busy when everybody's there. Wrong. It was busier than 4th of July. Everybody was there and then a few others. So that was that weekend, and I think if I, I'm trying to remember, uh, 24, I didn't, I didn't get to sleep, it was, it was like, I think it was like 42 hours, I think I was awake for about 42 hours, so anyways, there's no podcast happening there, I worked the first two days that we were on that vacation, and then the rest of the time was just busy, busy, seeing family for the first time in two years, meeting my baby nephew for the first time ever, seeing my other nephews for the first time in two years, and my sister, my brother-in-law, my parents, seeing my in-laws for the second time only in two years. So uh, there was a lot of other stuff going on and I, you know, I wasn't about to do any uh, podcast. Of course, the next weekend was driving home. That was a nightmare in itself. Also drove straight through, left bright and early on a Saturday, got home at about one in the morning and it was just a, oh, it was just a parking lot. The whole, until about New Jersey. And then it thinned out a little bit. It was still a parking lot, just not as much of a parking lot. But that drive, you know, going south of North Carolina on I-95 is one of the worst. It's it's like going west on I-90 in New York. It's flat. It's boring. There's nothing going on. There's no scenery. There's no sights. There's nothing. It's the worst, and it just takes forever. But I thought, hey, it's, you know, it's the middle of the night. Nobody's going to be on this road. Wrong. Parking lot. So that was, uh, that was the first two weekends of August, was just a lot of driving. And then uh, the third weekend in August was uh, another trip to New York City. Got to see the Van Gogh interactive 360 thing, which was great. Got to go to the World Trade Center, which was great. Kids got to enjoy that. Did a lot of walking around. Brooklyn Bridge, you know, touristy stuff again. Some, you know, a little bit of Midtown. Went to the Met. Uh, got to see some priceless works of art hang out and feed birds, just, you know, just, just kicking it, man. It was good fun. Uh, 
And then, uh, and then last weekend I had other stuff going on. And then this upcoming weekend is a camping trip. So this is a Tuesday and it's lunchtime and I have a meeting coming up. So I thought I would just stop in and say hi. So here I am saying hi. And maybe I have, maybe that's it. I said I was going to talk more about Myrtle Beach and vacations and stuff in another podcast. I think I've, that's all I can say about it. Anyways, I'm, I'm popping in to say, here's, here's a little bit of me for you. A little, a little mini podcast. They just released Cam Newton from the Patriots like an hour ago. That's all anybody's talking about locally here in the Boston area, as you can imagine. Cam Newton, done officially August 31st. The Cam Newton era comes to an end <laughs> in the New England Patriots. And uh, I guess the Mac Jones era begins, so we'll see what happens. What a numbskull. Cam Newton, I, I've always thought of this guy as just a complete numbskull. He was the core, I lived in I lived in Charlotte during his sort of peak prime years. And then the year that we moved up here was, you know, that was it for him. That was the best. That 2015 season was when they went to the Super Bowl and lost to uh, Peyton Manning and the Broncos, Peyton Manning's final game. And I, they didn't really lose to Peyton Manning, let's be honest. They lost to the Broncos' defense, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, uh, that was the best of Cam Newton. And then after that, he kind of went back to just being sometimes really good and sometimes really bad. And in the last year, he played for the Patriots, and it was mostly pretty bad. He had a couple great games early in the season. Then he got COVID. And then he came back and was just sort of like, eh, yeah, he's, his, his best days are behind him. That's for sure. And uh, But I figured, you know, he made a good impression. Teammates liked him. Wasn't surprised that they brought him back for a second year. Was kind of surprised, but not. It's like, okay, well, just what other options are there right now? What's shocking is getting to this point and seeing that Cam Newton is released. As, as Tom Lydon, one of the local sports guys, said, if anybody is not shocked by that, you're lying. Um, I don't know if shocked, it's, I don't know if it's shocking. It's it was like, wow, when I saw it pop up on my phone, Patriots released Cam Newton. Wow, okay. Because uh, I thought he you know, did well enough to secure his spot, at least, uh, at least to start the season. And then, hey, if he, if he stinks after a few weeks, then, then okay, then you sit him and you play, play Mac Jones. But I guess that's, that's not what's going to happen. I think... If I were to speculate, which we all love to speculate, with no information, no inside information, n- nothing whatsoever uh, other than my own opinion, and, and isn't that what we all use these days? We don't use science, and we don't use data, and we don't use facts and statistics. We just use, uh, this is what I think, and therefore, it's just as valid as actual scientific proven facts. Uh, so knowing nothing about this situation, having no inside knowledge of the Patriots organization, but having knowledge of, uh, you know, a week ago, the guy missed like five days of practice because he had COVID or COVID violations. I think he had COVID, uh, you know, and he's refusing, he's not going to get vaccinated, which I think is, you know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, I'm not going to get into that, but, uh, that's your choice. And you should also just stay home forever. That's also, I think, the uh, you want to my body, my choice. I'm totally 100% down with that. And then when you choose not to get vaccinated, you just stay home. Really, like that's it. Stay home, and uh, you know, go to go to a go to a uh, what's the guy's name from go to an Eric Clapton concert, I guess. I would say go to a Kid Rock concert, but all of 
everyone in Kid Rock's band has COVID now. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, don't get vaccinated and never leave your house again. Simple. So you got to figure, okay, well, yeah, why would you want somebody on your team who's going to, no matter how well he's doing on the field, whatever he brings to the table, he's also bringing that with him. And he's putting the rest of the players in danger and their, their health and safety. And he's not that great. If Cam Newton was the guy who showed up on a new team and took him to the Super Bowl, then yeah, they probably might, they might turn a blind eye. But he didn't, so yeah. Uh, you know, last year, 2020 season, Cam Newton gets COVID. He misses a couple weeks. It's like, ah, oh, you knucklehead. But also, it's 2020. There's no vaccine. There's no nothing. You And everybody's just kind of like, you know, hey, is there even going to be an NFL season? Oh, I think it'll be over in a few weeks. By week three, week four, they'll cancel the season or they'll postpone it. And yeah, they had, they had to adjust a lot of schedules. You had games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and you had like three games on a Monday night because they couldn't play. On the, it was all over the place. So for, for a team, somebody to get COVID in 2020, in early 2021, when there's no widely available vaccines, okay, you got COVID and you'll come back and you'll do your thing. In 2021, at this point, September 1st is tomorrow, to, to just be kind of willingly uh, making light of, of whatever protocol is in place, you're just an idiot. And you do, and I'm not saying that's the reason he got cut, but I'm sure it didn't help. I'm sure when they were looking at it and saying, "Okay, well, we've got these two quarterbacks, and we could uh, we got to free up some space here." Well, two two decent quarterbacks. We got one guy who's been in the league for ten years, had a pretty mediocre, less than impressive 2020, and we got this rookie who did pretty well in the preseason, but also he doesn't have COVID. And he's not getting COVID. And I don't know if Mac Jones vaccinated. I don't know if he's vaccinated. But we know Cam Newton's not. It was an issue a couple weeks ago. Anyway. So I'm sure, I'm sure that didn't help. I'm sure if there was a, you know, a tipping point. If, every, if all other things were equal. They looked at Mac Jones. They looked at Cam Newton. They said, okay, these two quarterbacks are exactly the same. And they have the same stats and they have the same numbers and we can only, only one of them can be our starter. And then you get to the final column. If everything was exactly the same, which it wasn't, but if it was exactly the same, you get to the final column, which says, okay, had COVID in the last two weeks, yes or no. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Bye-bye, Cam. Anyway, the guy's a moron. Uh, When we lived in North Carolina, I couldn't stand him. He's just an, uh, he's just an imbecile. I've said this before. I went to see him. He was interviewed for the Graham Bessinger show. It was a long form interview about his, you know, child, you know, other stuff, personal stuff, as well as, uh, you know, sports related stuff. And it was interesting. And I enjoyed the interview. And then I, and then I finished and I said, yeah, I just still, I still sort of can't stand the guy. I think he's a jackass. And I've always thought he was a jackass. And, uh, and he's a jackass. I know he does he does important things. He helps kids and charity and stuff like that. So he's not he's not an asshole. He's not a jerk. He's just he's just kind of a moron. So oh well. That's the end. And and if you look at his Instagram, he uses that like wingdings font or whatever it is. Who can and people are defending that like, oh you can't read you can't read wingdings. What's your problem? You learn to read wingdings. 
Wingdings, we have regular normal fonts so that we don't have to read wingdings. I tell you, Cam Newton is a wingding. And he's not a quarterback anymore. At least not today. At least not for the Patriots. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well. It's been quite the summer. I feel good about being able to get back out a little bit. We haven't, aside from the immediate family, we haven't seen any close friends uh, with the rise in numbers. I'm not kind of sort of not quite ready to do that just yet. Uh, you know, especially school, school starting today. I now have a sixth grader and a fifth grader, which is really weird. I'm so used to the last five years of driving two kids in the same car at the same time to the same school. And this morning I had to get up early to take one to the, to the big old middle school and then come back and pick up the other one to go to the elementary school. And that's how it's going to be until next year. And then I'll have, uh, I'll have two years, which will be nice, where I get to take two kids to the same school when, uh, when, we're, when I have uh, two kids in middle school, sixth and seventh, and then seventh and eighth grade. And then I'll have to, uh, I mean, at least the high school is kind of close to the middle school, so that won't be too bad. And they start around the same time, but man, oh man, I am, I'm not wishing the time away. I don't want my kids to grow up, but when the oldest gets the driver's license, I'm going to be very excited. I'm going to be very excited because when I got my driver's license, that was the first expectation of me was to get in the car every morning and drive my sister to school. And, uh, yeah, that was actually Shimo, Shimo gave us a ride to school for the, for a little while. Then I got my license, and then I was driving us to school. It was very nice of Shima. What a gentleman. Come all the way over, all the way across town to pick up little old me and my little old sister and take us to little old high school when he was 16 and I was still 15. And then I got my license, and then that was it. And when you turn 16, you want to do that stuff, right? Hey, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll run errands for you. Sure, I get to use the car. And that's great. And as a parent, that's that's what you want. You want to take advantage of your kid's uh, willingness and newfound joy with uh, with driving, and have them run errands for you. And so uh, I figure we've got about four more years. Yeah, a little over four more years, <laughs> where where the parents will be the chauffeur, and then and then that's it. And then your kids. It's just like you know you think that's a long time, but it's like okay. You wiped your kids' asses for like the first three or four years. And you said, oh my God, it's never going to end in the first couple of years, the first whatever year or two. I don't know. You feed them and it's a fucking disgusting mess. And you got to clean their face and clean the table, the tray, the high chair, all this stuff. You, diapers and the whole, it seems like it's just never going to end. And it goes on for more. I mean, if you have multiple kids, if you have one kid, I guess, you know, maybe two or three, four years, you're changing diapers. But if you have multiple kids, it's every child you have, it's just going to add tack on years. And then you get out of it. And then you realize I'm never going to change my kids' diapers again. And it's a great feeling. Some people feel sad about that because their kids are older and it's one more thing that they're not going to depend on you for. I don't mind. I don't mind not being dependent on. I'm going to enjoy this time taking my kids to school, having that quality time. Kim's going to pick them up in the afternoons and uh, it's all good. And then... <laughs> and then eventually the oldest will turn 16 and they'll drive the youngest to school. They'll get their own car. And then the youngest will turn 16 and then like, okay, I'm done chauffeuring anybody. 
And I don't even know what the point of any of this is, except, yeah, today was the first day of school, and it's going to be a pain in the ass year because I have to go to two different schools instead of one. But it's all good because that time, that time goes quickly and it doesn't come back, and I'm happy to do it. And then in a few years, I, they'll have the driver's license and they won't need me for anything. So having a good time. We had a good summer. We went to the drive-ins a bunch of times, and we saw black widow and we saw the jungle cruise and they were both really long i don't know why they make movies that are so freaking long uh and we had two nice trips to new york city we had a nice trip to myrtle beach saw the family for the first time in almost two years what else you know made trips into boston and did the usual stuff there saw old saw quiet place too i probably i mentioned that before so we've, you know, we've done a lot of nice things. We had a camping trip back in July. We got a camping trip this weekend. The camping trip is the first half of the weekend. It's a four-day weekend for all of us. So Thursday and Friday night, we'll be camping. We'll come back Saturday evening. And then we'll have still two full days, Sunday and Monday, to just relax and recharge a little bit before it all just... Summer is officially over on Tuesday. This, this first week, I appreciate that the kids go back to school before Labor Day. Because it's like, okay, you go to school for three days, two, three days, and then you get a long four-day weekend. And you can pretend that it's summer vacation again, and it kind of is. And then on Tuesday, it's back to school, back to work, back to everything. And summer is just over. And I'm, not, I'm usually re- really excited for summer to end, and I'm ready for fall and the cool weather and all that stuff. And I don't know. Maybe it's COVID pandemic stuff. I don't know. But I'm not ready for this summer to be over. I'm just not ready for it to be over. And maybe that's part of it, having the kid going to middle school and no longer, I'll never again have two children who are in elementary school at the same time. I'm glad I still have an elementary school kid because it made me happy to go back to the elementary school this morning that I've been driving to for five years and drop at least one child off. But it's also really sad. Like, oh man, I'm. it's just... It's just me and one child in the car, and then I'm coming home to get the other child. And the wife is, is long gone before any of this, working very early hours. So it's like, oh, man. But next year, we'll have two kids in middle school, and the year after that as well. So we'll get to, we'll get to have two kids dropping off at middle school again. But, uh, yeah, it's a strange year. Uh, I'm also <laughs> – I'm about a month away from starting my fourth job this year. And that's this one's a little bit different because uh, the first job, which was January, February, March, was terrible, and I hated it. The second job, which was April, May, and June, was also terrible, and I hated it. Uh, the current job, which will end up being July, August, September, uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it, uh, but I don't hate it. I haven't been, you know, the the last two jobs, by about the second day, I was looking, scouring the internet to see what else was out there. And by week two, week three, I was already applying to uh, to other jobs. And this one has not been the case. This one's been great. They don't know it yet, but I'm I'm going back. I'm going back to the job that I had last year that I really, the, the, the place that I worked last year that I really loved, that was possibly my favorite place that I've ever worked, my favorite job that I've ever had. I'm going back. I'm very excited about that. That's the only thing. I mean, there's, you know, 
and, and, and even that, they called me, and I said, no, I don't, I don't know if I'm interested because I got this thing going that just started, you know, two months ago, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good. And then they called the, a few hours later and said, well, <laughs> here's the terms of our offer. And I, and I nearly fell out of my chair, and I said, okay. I said, give me till Monday. Yesterday was Monday. And I said, oh, yeah, right. I'll see you on September 30th. That's when I can start. So September 30th. <laughs> it's about four weeks, I believe. Four weeks from tomorrow. Four weeks from Thursday. Yeah. Four weeks from Thursday. I'll be going back to the place that I really, really enjoyed working for a really, really great company, a great group of people, and a f- an offer that I could not refuse. So I'm quite excited so lots going on, busy summer, busy fall coming up. I'm going to have to figure out when and how to deliver more, my third round of bad news, torching another bridge, <laughs> just as I did back in March, just as I did back in June, and just as I'm about to do uh, in, the, in another probably day or two. <sighs> yeah, it's fun, but it's worth it. Because, uh, yeah, I think it's going to work out really, really well. Okay, it's been 25 minutes of this very short podcast. This is how long all the podcasts should be. They should be a half hour or less. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying a nice summer. What's left of it, which is not, not too much. Uh, I hope you're having a better day than Cam Newton. Unless, of course, Cam Newton was really excited about being released. Frankly, if I had the career that Cam Newton's had... It made the money that Cam Newton's made and then came in to work today and found out that I was done, I'd be thrilled. I'd be so thrilled to say, all right, yeah, and maybe I'll go play somewhere else and maybe I won't because I made a ton of money and maybe I'll just go home and enjoy the rest of my life. I'm in my early 30s and can just spend the next several decades doing anything I want making my millions of dollars grow into millions more dollars without having to lift a finger and just hanging out. I'd be thrilled. I would have gladly played a a preseason in New England in the heat, the sun and the heat and the humidity to find out today that I, that I'm, I'm done. I'm free and go home and relax. I'm sure Cam Newton hated it here too. That's he's an Atlanta guy. He's a Southern guy. He's from Atlanta, played at Auburn, played in Florida. I think he played somewhere at some school in Texas, some community college. I don't even remember. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't know. But he's, you know, Auburn guy, Georgia guy, Charlotte guy. You know, he's a Southern guy. I don't think he spends a, a minute more than he has to in the Boston area. I can't imagine I can't imagine that he's, uh, you know, he's going to be wintering in Maine. So I'm sure he's, he's probably thrilled to get the hell out of here. Just before the cold, uh, the cold New England chill comes in very soon, and it becomes a very, very cold place to live for the next six months. I'm sure he's okay with not having to play in New England in December. I don't know that he would have made it to December anyways, but in any event, he's done. And so am I. Got to get back to it. Thanks for listening. There'll be more to come soon.
Probably not this weekend, but maybe this weekend. But there will be more Birthday Boy podcasts on the way. Not going anywhere. Lots to talk about. I've got notes. I've got things. I don't remember what any of them are. And I'm not going to discuss them here. But trust me, there's a, I always have my notes of things that I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. I've got, I do have stories from Myrtle Beach. Now I'm... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. The drive home and finding McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that's a story. Yeah, okay. Michael J. Fox on David Letterman. Yeah, I guess that's a story. Okay. Oh, CM Punk is back. In a, yeah, boy, there's yeah, okay. There's stuff to talk about. CM Punk is back in pro wrestling. That's so exciting. Got to we sat in the hotel room in New York and watched his triumphant return. It was glorious. What a weekend. You could turn on wrestling across different channels, different companies, and see CM Punk, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Edge, Chris Jericho, the older generation of guys, the younger up-and-coming generation of guys, you know, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, but the younger, whoever the younger guys are, you know, your Orange Cassidy's and your Darby Allens and your Big E's and your whoever, all those guys. I think of them as young. I was, but they're those guys have been around for a while too. I was gonna say, oh, young up and comers like Kofi Kingston, who's been around for thirteen years in the WWE, fourteen years. Anyways, it was a great weekend of of wrestling a couple weeks ago, SummerSlam weekend, and CM Punk's return. I'll talk about that. Talk about lots of stuff, and I'm gonna end it at exactly the thirty minute mark. And so I say to you, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more Birthday Boy podcasts. I wanted to stop in and say hi, at least one time before the month of august ends hope you're having a great summer hope you had a great summer hope it's all going well remember positivity is for chumps but uh kindness matters it really does until next time this is the birthday boy podcast later gators